0: You are listening to the Healthy Leader Podcast with Tracy Fisher, episode number 35. Welcome to the Healthy Leader Podcast, where it's all about optimizing your health, energy, and performance for your mind and your body. And now, your host, Master Coach Tracy Fisher. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today? I want to tell you, I am fantastic I am in the afterglow of a really great trip visiting my daughter in New York City. We got to spend some really good quality time together in a one-bedroom apartment. It was so much fun. And the highlight of our trip was going to West Point, my alma mater, and spending time there at a football game and seeing lots of classmates and meeting new people and Here's the highlight, spending time with a very dear friend of mine who I played soccer with, with her and her husband and just really enjoying being together. And they were the most amazing hostesses and I just really enjoyed myself and it was a fabulous trip and it was fall, (laughs) it is fall, and the trees were just absolutely magnificent. It was just wonderful. So I'm doing fantastic. I am on a high from that and dot, dot, dot. There were also some moments where there was some unconscious or subtle judgments on my part and sometimes not so subtle judgments that I also was aware of that had the potential to interrupt my trip. And I specifically want to tell you about one of those and how I was noticing my own judgment and how it really can be insidious if we're not aware of it. So the story is I was supposed to give a talk at NYU and I was really excited about it because I was approaching it in a new way. It was doing something very different than I had ever done. And I had decided to spend some extra time with my daughter, extended the trip so that I could do this talk. And when I got there, I was ready to go. And I get into the building and (laughs) the guard is like, you cannot come in. And I was like, what? Why can't I come in? And the paperwork was not filled out correctly. And the gentleman that I was meeting was unsure of what was going on. And at first I could feel just very subtly these, um, you know, thoughts like, Why didn't he take care of this? He had to have taken care of this or, or this guard has got to be wrong. This cannot be the way that things are happening. And then as more time passed, as more time passed, and as it got closer to when I was supposed to speak, it started to dawn on me that I may not be able to give this talk, that they're not going to let me into this building 20 feet away. I could see the door that I was supposed to walk through to give this talk. And as time went on, I could feel myself getting more and more agitated, more and more annoyed and making judgments about the institution, about myself and why I didn't check into it and this other professor. And it was very obvious that as I'm going in to give this talk on self-leadership that I needed to practice self-leadership in that moment. And I was struggling And it's not so different than what I talk about with many of the leaders that I work with, with many of you, where you understand how you want to be and how you want to behave and how you want to present. But inside there's this turmoil going on. And oftentimes leaders will say to me, I'm really embarrassed about this inner struggle. I am running a multi-million or billion dollar company. I am highly successful. I have all of these degrees and all of this education, and yet... I am struggling in the moment to manage myself in dealing with my children, when I am judging them about not having their homework done or not behaving in a certain way, or I'm judging myself when I am binge eating late at night, or I'm over drinking, or I'm judging my spouse or my teammates because they're not behaving in the way that I want them to behave. And I don't want to be like this. (laughs) I know how I want to be, but when it comes down to it, it is a struggle and the struggle is real. And so today I want to talk about a specific element of that internal struggle, of that cognitive dissonance that we can become aware of, that element that is kind of sneaky and can really sabotage us if we're not aware of it. And that is this subtle judgment, this unconscious judgment that starts happening in our brains and we may or may not be aware of it. So to start off with, I want to be really clear that I am using the word judgment in a specific way. We can think about judgment as our ability to make confident, conscious decisions or come to a sensible conclusion, right? We want to use our best judgment. And then there's judgment with that negative connotation where we are coming to a negative conclusion about someone or something or ourselves. And we're thinking about that thing or that person or ourselves in a negative way. And often we are not even aware that we are thinking like that. So that's what this episode is all about. Being aware of this very subtle and unconscious judgment helps us to not only save some energy and use that mental space for something more productive and towards a result that we were trying to create, but it actually feels better. We can get rid of this low grade, something's not right feeling about a situation and about life in general. And when we do that, when we show up in a different way, Then we are able to connect with others better, have that open growth mindset, and we are able to lead them better. So what I'd like to do today is first give these broad categories of how you might be judging subtly. And then I'm going to give you some examples and a specific tool to walk through it when you're noticing that you're experiencing it. And the three general categories where we judge are, as I've already hinted at, we judge other people. We judge circumstances and then we judge ourselves. So let's start off with talking about how we subtly judge other people. And I'm fascinated by this. I think there is this really interesting phenomena that happens when we are judging other people and are not aware of it. It's almost like this very professional type of judgment where we think that what we are doing is just stating facts. So a really great example of this is when someone will come to me and say, Hey, listen, I need support and help with this particular relationship with a spouse or a coworker or whomever, because they are so negative. That person is always complaining. They're finding the worst in everything, or they are always late and then I'm late and then we get in a fight or my child is really frustrating me because they're frustrated about their homework. And the conversation generally is about another person and what they are doing and how wrong it is and how do we deal with that person. And all of that sounds perfectly reasonable and that's part of the work that we do. We recognize what the situation is and then we learn how to manage it. How do we lead ourselves through it? That is different than making what is going on or what has happened wrong or continually judging it in a way that keeps us stuck. And I wanna repeat that because it's an important distinction to make and one of the distinctions that I'll talk about in the solution and the tool that I will give to you, but I wanna be clear that there is a huge difference between recognizing what has happened, telling a story about what has happened, and then having the intention of coming to a solution and using that situation as an opportunity to better ourselves and to evolve and to participate in that relationship in the best way that we can and judging it, even if we're just judging it very subtly. If we're not aware of our own little (laughs) angst around the situation or the person, then we aren't able to shift it. So what I want for you to do is to go a layer deeper and look at yourself first, to look at your own judgment first. Now, when we are first becoming aware of this, one of the things I invite people to do is to just witness the major networks on television. You can just watch them giving news and inevitably at some point, they're going to point to the other major network and point out how negative or wrong that other network is. And we can see that it becomes very obvious. And if you're in the healthy leader inner circle with us, if you're witnessing people telling their stories or asking for support in relationships or in a particular circumstance, you can begin to discern when it goes from support because of a situation to this subtle and sometimes not so subtle judgment of that situation. Now, why is this important when we are thinking in a negative way, in a judgmental way, subtle or not so subtle, it doesn't feel good. And when we are giving other people credit for our negativity, then we cannot change it. We can talk about how, that person is behaving and how awful it is and how anything that we do doesn't change their behavior and we'll never be successful at it. And that I think is where most people think, you know, we're like, okay, there's nothing I can do about this situation. I'm just going to deal with it. I'm going to just put up with my mother-in-law at Thanksgiving. And we don't realize that there's this underlying unconscious judgment and negativity. And interestingly, the more negative that we are, the less that we recognize it, which I think is just a really fascinating phenomena. And oftentimes when we are being judgmental, it's people who consider themselves fairly positive. As soon as we label someone else in a particular way that creates negative energy within our bodies, whether we're aware of it or not, then we become a part of that negative group, which I think is just very fascinating. So what I would like for you to do is to become aware of your own judgments of other people and how it feels in your body. Notice if you blame other people for the way that they are behaving, or if you are angry at other people because they are angry or because they are unkind or because they are saying things in a way that you wouldn't choose to do it. Notice if you feel in your body really offended by what other people are doing if you notice that, then that is an indicator that you have this subtle judgment about how other people are living and how they should be living. And then if you want to, you can change it. You don't have to, if you don't want to, but if you're not aware of these very subtle thoughts about other people and how they should be behaving or how negative they are. Or if you find yourself complaining and being offended, then there's the possibility for you to decide that you don't want to have those subtle judgments. You totally can keep them, but you don't have to. I also want to share with you this one other way that, I've noticed within myself and sometimes notice in other people who are doing this work. When you are working on your mind and managing your emotions and you start evolving, there could be a tendency to think that we are better than other people who don't recognize their thoughts, who aren't aware of their emotions. It's like we get it and those other people in our lives don't get it. <laughs> right? Our spouses and our coworkers. And as soon as we start thinking that we are more evolved than someone else or that we have, you know, the model and a secret that they don't, then we are being judgmental. We're being negative just by being positive about ourselves and being better in relation to someone else. It's almost like we are more and they are less. And it's very, very subtle. So be on the lookout for how you might be subtly judging other people and how that feels in your body. And then a second way that we can start to notice our subtle judgment is in the way that we judge our circumstances or the situation. And this also is extremely fascinating to me. And I noticed that I was doing a really good job of judging the circumstances in NYU. When eventually the bottom line circumstance was that I was not allowed in the building and I was not allowed to give the talk. And I'll tell you what, I had a lot of judgment about that. I thought that it was ridiculous. I didn't understand the protocol. I had judgment about the system and it shouldn't be that way. And that it was so unfair. And as I'm judging all this, I'm aware that I'm doing it and having a hard time stopping myself. So one of the things that we do when we are judging a situation is that we talk to other people and we tell them about the situation. So I'll share with you that I was doing just that. And my intention was to tell the story and to have somebody agree with me on my judgment of the situation. And I didn't get that. And I'm glad I didn't get it. I had two separate people tell me when I was done with my victim story, oh, well, it is what it is. And then move on. I found myself like, hey, I want for you to judge the situation in the same way that I have judged that. And we think that we are talking about the facts when really we are telling our victim story or we are shifting the facts into what should have been or how we think things should have gone. And so as uncomfortable as the phrase, it is what it is, can be for someone who wants to just tell their story, it's also just this phenomenal wake up phrase. And if we hear it, it could be an indicator that we are in judgment of what is, that we are resisting what is, and that never works. And I love this quote by Byron Katie. She says, when we argue with reality, we only lose 100% of the time. So noticing when we are judging what is with an eye roll and frustration and exhaustion is a way to recognize that we are adding to the negativity, even if we're not saying anything out loud. So I think that's a great way to think about the scenarios of what is and how we judge it, subtly or not so subtly. And then the final way that we judge, and this is really insidious, is how we judge ourselves. So we've talked about how we judge other people, how we judge circumstances, and the one I, honestly see the most of once we get into it is the way that we judge ourselves. We judge ourselves when we aren't losing weight fast enough, or we keep saying things to our spouses, our children, our colleagues that are ugly. We judge ourselves when we're not able to gain confidence before we give a presentation. We judge ourselves by the work that we've done, that it's not good enough. It's not better than somebody else's. It's not perfect yet. We judge ourselves and think that we are in a leadership position, but we are not acting like a leader in our own lives. And this can be vicious. This is vicious, mean girl talk for leaders. And it's something that type A personalities who have used this judgmental talk to motivate themselves may not recognize. And it's tricky because many people truly believe that negative self-talk is what motivates them. And they're afraid that without it, that they're going to be lazy or they're not going to be as successful. And it's understandable if that's the tactic that you've used to start a new business, get a new position, make a certain amount of money, keep yourself in line. And so it seems reasonable. And We can take that to an extreme and turn it up to a place where we go from awareness and inspiring ourselves to really beating ourselves up. And when we do that, when we take it to another level, we create fear, anger, anxiety, guilt, shame, and regret. And none of those emotions feel good in our bodies. And in fact, studies show that When we have negative thoughts, the muscles in our bodies actually become weaker. Our stress levels go up. We experience changes in our biochemistry and our hormone levels, and we can even suffer from gastrointestinal or digestive problems and many other physical symptoms. And it's not surprising to hear, again, that negative thoughts, negative people tend to be more depressed and are generally less satisfied with life. So, being able to identify even the most subtle of negative thoughts is really important for your wellness and your well being. So, I want for you to be on the lookout for subtle judgment, for subtle or unconscious negativity. So, what I'd like to do is to give you some examples and then give you a tool that you can use when you notice that you are having this subtle negativity. So, the obvious ways <laughs> that we notice judgment have to do with blaming, complaining, or defending. We call that the BCD. And so, if you're complaining about negative people or using the words that you should be doing something in a different way, or this is how you should be living your life, or if you find yourself saying things like, you always blame me, or you always Show up 10 minutes late, or you never tell me how much you love me, or I'll never get a raise, or no one cares about me, or I always screw up. If you start noticing that, there's blaming, complaining, and defending. And this type of thinking is definitely detrimental to your happiness. So be aware of that type of more obvious judgment that you may be thinking about yourself or about other people or circumstances. And then there's this other subtle way of judging that I alluded to when I was referencing people who are managing their minds and evolving and comparing themselves to other people who don't have that education and thinking on some level that we're better than somebody else. And other circumstances where we do this, where it might be a little subtle is when we're talking about religion or politics or a particular craft. And we may have this just very subtle almost condescending thought about someone else or even like a thought where, oh, they don't, they don't know what they're talking about or they're just misinformed and it can seem really innocent, but it's not because what it does is it lends us to this very subtle feeling of superiority. And when we do that, even very subtly, it opens up the possibility that our value is based on what we know. And it opens us up to judging ourselves. And we begin to think that if we are not a certain way, if we don't behave in a certain way, if we don't know certain things, if we're not aware or fully informed or have the same amount of information as somebody else, that we are less than, that we are incapable of contributing in some way. And so it just has this very subtle but insidious energy that comes with it, that if we're not tapping into it and aware of it, that we can begin to judge ourselves and to devalue ourselves and other people and oftentimes we're not even aware that we are doing it so you have these three broad categories of judging others judging circumstances and then judging yourselves and that gives you a framework to begin to discover where you might have subtle judgments or subtle negativity and to just begin to witness it and that is step number one of the tool that i want to give to you is to just give yourself space to be aware of the judgments that you are having and the caution here (laughs) that we often run into is we become judgmental of our judgments and I want to caution you against that what we're doing is just being very curious about what we have trained our brains to do and how we have trained ourselves to think and if we want to keep those thoughts or if we'd rather get rid of them that's all that we are doing. And once you have been able to witness those thoughts and become aware of them, then you can do something that I've taught on this podcast before and that we do in the inner circle. And that is to be really clear about what is happening outside of you, separating out what has happened, what that person did, what you did from what you think about it. That is the ability to discern between the external environment and your thoughts and your interpretation of that. That is one of the main skills that we talk about. And it's very simple. But when we're telling our stories, especially if we have judgment about the way that things should be, it's often difficult to even notice that we are doing it. So that's the first step is to just be aware of these judgments with curiosity and with compassion. And then the second thing that is really fun to do, extremely interesting, is to Think about and imagine agreeing and accepting and actually thinking positively about that other person or the scenario or you and what you were unconsciously judging as negative. Now consciously come up with something that's positive. Now this is also easier said than done. If you have a person who you think is totally obnoxious or rude in your space, it might be hard to come up with something that's positive. But if you think for a moment, what if you really liked this person and you thought that they were funny and you understood where they were coming from, how then would you reinterpret what they said or what they did? That's the second step is to imagine a positive reflection about the scenario. And then the third step is to add on to it. And what I mean by that is to come up with, here's what's positive about this person, this situation, or what I did, and this is what I learned from it. And this is how we can move forward. And this is how I'm going to think about it in the future. So when we combine steps two and three, we look for the positive. We say yes to that person instead of no. We say yes to that circumstance, this is what I liked about it, this is what was great about it, instead of no. We say yes to our quote-unquote bad behavior or the way that we handled things and say this is what I learned from it. And here's even some more positive. Let me pile on some positive. And the reason that this is so powerful is that when you start becoming aware of your own subtle judgments and shifting them purposefully, and then piling on top of them into a positive way, You start to recognize that other people and situations, and in fact, what you have done in the past has a little control over how you think, how you feel, and how you are going to show up. You get to decide on purpose who you're going to be going forward, and that is an extremely powerful tool. So I invite you to take a look at your subtle judgments and your not so subtle judgments as you enter the holiday season. As you are with people that maybe you're not with all the time, whether it's at office parties or whether you're going to go home for the holidays or people are coming to you and just start to notice the shooting and the blaming and the complaining and the defending and, and the judgments about the situation and what people are doing and what people are not doing and notice the energy that it creates in your body and go through those three steps of discovering your own judgment, imagining if you were not judgmental and and then adding on a positive spin and then another positive and then another, that is a massive mental gym work for you as you start the holiday season. And I would love to hear how it is going for you. Go forth and identify those subtle judgments and turn them into powerful and positive judgments for you and for the people that you lead hey there if you are ready to take your well-beingness to the next level come visit the wellness.coach where I've got lots of free resources and make sure that you type in the wellness.coach not .com, and I will see you there